just want to. Okay. Alright, three, two, one. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I decided to go with a uh, slit smile look for today's pod because uh, I haven't done enough with the stuff yet to really know what I'm doing, but I figured I could just do something bloody. I kind of like it. It's not horrible, right? No, it's pretty good. I had to use like scar wax. So whenever I smile, it reads wrinkly. I know your expressions are going to be <laughs> very <laughs> And I feel like because I have like we use two cameras in the show and Kellen's is like a nice one and mine's like a shitty one. So I think it's literally just going to look like I have lipstick on my face. Honestly, you look kind of hot. Appreciate it. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. No, Emily's been super excited about, you know, sharing her Spooky. Halloween season with you guys because that is her personality. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Um, but yeah, my birthday was yesterday, which was, uh, I guess, in your time four days ago. Correct. Three days ago. But it was October 3rd. Monday. And so honestly, once the first of October comes, it's time to celebrate Halloween. It's, you were already celebrating pre-October 1st. Don't fuck with me. This is also true, but. But it got serious. It did. We got it was serious. like a whole other level. Yeah, it was It was like a whole personality shift. Um, The fact that your whole mouth can't actually move right now is freaking me out. Because <laughs> it's not like your normal like talking. Yeah, it's like not my normal like emoting. Amount. I know. So it's kind of crazy to me. Spooky season. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Society 97. I am... Well, we don't do that anymore. Oh my <laughs> God. Uh, am I okay? What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And let's get into another episode. Literally, let me tell you something. It's been so long that I literally forgot how we do, do any this? of this. Yeah, so we batched our last two episodes. Correct. So that was in our time, like three to four three, weeks ago. Yeah, four weeks ago, yes. almost a month. Because although you, I don't have it on right now because I don't have to anymore, mm. but um, I got my sh- shoulder surgery. It went really well. I'm doing really well. Yeah. Um, But like definitely needed time to just like chill and not do anything and not worry about anything because I had zero energy. Yeah. Literally none. Like, yes, I was talking. I was up. I was moving. But like until a week and a half in, like I didn't care to like get off the couch yeah i still don't really care to get off the couch if I'm hey i didn't even have shoulder surgery and i don't want to get off the couch so so you know you're doing better than most honestly i feel like you are you just you're just taking it from me yeah you're like well since she's on the yeah, couch what is i that? can be on it's the couch like, uh well like when dads like eat too like when their wife's pregnant yeah, or yeah, something. yeah 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 what is that like nesting or what's it called i don't know what it's called i don't know but it's like I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm taking on your pain. Yeah. So I guess, I guess if I have to just sit on the couch, I have to I'll just do, do it. nothing. I'm not do it. Damn it. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's been a crazy experience. I've never experienced something like this. But yeah, I think going in before, like I was telling you guys, like I didn't know mm-hmm. it was wrong. Basically, I ended up finding a tear in my rotator cuff, and we're all good now. Yeah. I mean, we're not good now. It's gonna be a very long journey, but yeah, she's she's prepared. She's ready to go. Yeah, it's fixed as much as it can be, and. So it's it's going to be a process. But like Emily mentioned, um, it was her 25th birthday this past Monday. Yeah, 25. Quarter of a century. Also, we would also like to add before we get really into this. 
we also forgot to mention that we've been doing the podcast for a full year now. Like yeah. this is actually like our full one year anniversary episode. Mm-hmm. So kind of in light of all of this, it's a lot of things that we're going to po- talk about today. Like we've learned a lot in this past year. Yeah. Um, But yeah, 25 things we've learned at 25. Emily's now 25. I'm 25. And it's the most growth I think probably you and I both had in this past year. So a lot of these things are going to come from that. So happy one year anniversary to us. Happy birthday to Emily. Let's get this episode started. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But basically we're going to be walking you through like 25 things that we kind of wish we would have known before turning 25. Uh, so yeah, take everything we say with a grain of salt. This is just our this is personal what list. We felt we, yeah. w- or honestly, we've learned in our twenty-five years of life. Yeah, and we kind of just wish we would have known sooner. Like this is kind of like what could I have told my teenage self? Right, like hindsight twenty twenty. I wish I would have known that. Then. Exactly, one hundred percent. So to start it off, it is, it's okay to change your mind, and I think that this is something that's <sighs> extremely important because yeah. people are like, well, you said da 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 da, and it's like, well, yeah. I'm okay. it's okay to. That I now like the color purple. Yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. I always think about it in context of like uh, the way that the education system is set up. It kind of forces you to like fit into like a funnel into Mm -hmm. like what you want to do with your job. Literally in high school, my high school, you had to pick like a category that you wanted to have an emphasis on on your graduation in high school. So mine was business, but it's like, I don't fucking know. I'm 18. Like, and then when you go to college, you got to pick your major and all this stuff. And, and a lot of times we feel like, oh, well, we already committed. So now we're stuck in this. And I think definitely me and you in this past year have learned like, no, you can, you can pivot or you can change your mind and Pivoting you can do whatever you so want. Pivoting is so important and everything. And actually this past YouTube, this past YouTube video mm-hmm. for the guy, like we talk about pivoting a lot, like within the podcast and the things that yeah. we plan to do or wanted to do or like the style, all this kind of stuff. And like, yes, pivoting and being okay with it. And like knowing that you're not wrong for wanting to change anything like that is, yeah, that's a hard thing to learn. It's really hard. And I think for me, one of the hardest things is it's, it's almost like, not even that I'm afraid to do it. It's like I'm afraid of what other people are going to think if out of nowhere I'm like, mm, you know what? I know I just got my MBA, but I actually want to be a podcaster. Right. But that also kind of goes <laughs> into like number two that we have here is it's not that deep. Right. Like it's not that deep. Who cares? You want to be a podcaster now? Mm-hmm. Fucking do it, bro. Like, yeah, because like not this isn't part of it, but like, yeah, you're the only person that can change your reality. So like totally. it's not that deep or like even if it's a bad conversation or it's like something they're going through in life, like move on. Just yeah, it's really easy to get caught up in like shit that happens day to day and to like kind of, I don't know, like, quote, make mountains out of molehills. I feel like I was really bad about doing this pre-therapy where it would be like the smallest inconvenience in my life and it would just be like the end of my day. I'm like, God, fucking everything bad happens to me, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I feel like once you shift your perspective and realizing shit's not that deep and, like, the world is so big and there's so many other problems. It's we like, live on a floating rock. Yeah, like, you're able to, like, really, I feel like just get the most out of your life when you have that mentality. So that's literally my Instagram bio is it's not that deep. It's not that deep. It really isn't. And something that, like, Emily and I have learned over this past year is, like, just post it. Just post mm-hmm. stuff on social media. It's not that deep. Like nobody truly cares that you post your 17th mirror selfie in the same mirror. Yeah. Mind you, like nobody cares. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, especially social media and especially like any younger listeners that we have. Like, I feel like you're kind of growing up in a time where social media is a lot less regulated than when me and you went. It was all about the likes. It was all about the filters. Like now it's kind of like mm, mm. it's more real. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought that was be real notification. It was just Facebook Messenger. <laughs> that, if that doesn't show you how old I am, then I don't know what the fuck does. But um, yeah, it's like we're in a time where it's like, I don't think companies are really caring that much about what's on your social media. Mm-hmm. I don't think society is. So like, if you like something, fucking post it. Right. Who cares? It's not that deep. Right. 100%. Number three, be selfish and be selfish about a lot of things, but obviously be kind in that too. Like yeah. There's, there's a limit to it, but like be selfish in choosing yourself every single time. Like if it's something that is important to you, stick to it. Like don't just change because somebody else told you to. If it's like it's going to affect you as a person, like your morals, mm-hmm. your beliefs, your literal whole well-being, choose yourself. Yeah. And, and I think with this, like, this is probably for me one of the hardest things I've ever had to learn how to do because I'm very much like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I'm very much like a yes man. Like I, I'll, if somebody needs something, I'm going to fucking do it. And I ended up stretching myself so thin and just kind of getting burnt out from like a friendships and then also like my job and things like that. And I, so I think it's learning to like choose your own happiness over others And we've kind of talked about this in old episodes, but like that ultimately makes you a better friend. It makes you a better partner. It makes you a better employee. Like whenever you're able to put yourself first, like in your happiness first, it's like so much better. And I feel like one good example of this for you is like when you did like your study abroad. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Like literally traveling, doing things on your own. Like one, it's extremely freeing to learn about yourself Mm -hmm. because yeah, like you're being selfish. You're kind of doing what you want to do. You're living for yourself in that but moment. But it's like your life. Why not? But literally, exactly. Like, yeah, studying abroad, I know that's like super cliche. Like I learned so much. But like you truly do because you're literally in foreign countries trying to navigate your life and you got to figure you it out. You only have yourself you to literally, like depend on. You don't even, your cell phone don't even work. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's like you literally only have yourself. So yeah, like putting yourself first. Like I was in some crazy ass situations mm-hmm. there and it's like, <laughs> you got to put yourself first and like i don't know it's it's really good like being single during this time in your life like Duh, oh my god i cannot stress how important me being single yes like living alone and like navigating these first few years of my 20s has been because honestly like not that you can't grow with a partner because i definitely think that you can if the relationship's right obviously you should be able to but it's really easy to fall into like immature, convenient relationships when you're like this age, like like monotonous. Too. Yeah, just, like, and so just there. I think something that like I mean I learned so much more about myself and like about what I wanted out of life because I wasn't worried about somebody else. Correct. No, being single is super important, and like that kind of goes into like the whole like travel alone, eat alone, like go to a coffee shop alone. You'll realize how much you fucking love your own company when you do stuff alone. Yes, because also I feel like I'm too good at being alone at this point. That's a problem for me too. <laughs> that's a problem for I'm me like, too. I'm like, but it's like, yeah, going out and eating alone, like you really don't know what that's going to like end up. Like mm-hmm. I've met people through that where we end up going to a bar and hanging out and like become friends or mm-hmm. like whatever. Like, or you just got to spend quality time with yourself. Yeah. It's both amazing. Yeah. You really just don't know where it's going to take you. The other part about being selfish is move away from your hometown. Yeah, just get now, get out. If you can, if you can afford to Understandable. Do it. We both did it. So it's really easy for us to say. Yeah. And sit here and be like, yes, yeah, do it, do mm-hmm. it, do it. But at the same time, like you learn 10 times more than just being by yourself moving away from your hometown. Those beliefs, the core like values that you grew up in, you kind of like get to the point where like okay now I'm a butterfly and I can fly myself Mm -hmm. 
whether mom and dad believe this or not or they yeah. don't or my cousin or aunt jody or whatever the fuck like yeah. you literally can be whoever you want to be you can reinvent yourself you can literally my name isn't kellen i mean we kind of like, what jo- if i told you right now i had a whole other name yeah you wouldn't even know i wouldn't know but i mean we've kind of joked about this like very early in our friendship of just like you w- would like we're talking about like when you moved here you were like I did a lot of stuff that like I didn't ever really allow myself to do when I lived at home like I started getting my hair done and I started like you know doing different things with my aesthetic (laughs) and like stuff like that and I feel the same way like when I moved away I allowed myself to be like my truest version of Mm -hmm. me without the like influence of my parents beliefs my friends beliefs my surroundings just acceptance it's like mm, it doesn't matter because you're not pleasing anybody the craziest part is every time i go home either one i kind of fall back into that like little pattern like the like the week i'm home or Mm -hmm. whatever because it's like just what like that references to like weirdly in your brain right or you kind of look around and you're like how the fuck did i live here all my life that's where i go it goes like two ways like Mm -hmm. i've had both experiences where you're just kind of like oh like i'm back home and Mm -hmm. like you just fall into your old routine. Yeah. But then you like take a moment, you step back and you look around and you're like, this just isn't me anymore. Yes, exactly. 100%. Like but- I love going home and seeing my family, but like I don't like don't feel comfortable like in that city anymore. No. Like I love it. It's cute. It's always going to be home. It's nostalgic, but I'm 100%. like, eh. Nah, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. No. no. But in being selfish, this goes into num- the number four. Okay. And that's don't be dickhead to your parents. Okay? Yeah. Even though we're being selfish and we yeah. moved away from our parents, we still be calling them weekly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was like kind of the woat when I was in high school towards my parents. I mean, specifically my mom. But I also don't know if that was like mm, me being a teenage girl to my mom. See, I was the opposite. I was to my dad. Mm. And I just was mean, like for no reason. And like, I, I definitely know like there was a lot of mental shit because I wasn't seeing a therapist and everything then that like yep. now I realize like, oh, it's like you were being like this because of X, Y, Z, where it's like now I don't have that behavior. But I, I do look back at times when I lived with them and I do regret some of the things that I said or some of the ways that I behaved. And like now that you're older and our parents are older, it's like, damn, I wish I wasn't such a fucking cock yeah <laughs> to my mom and dad yeah all the time no yeah i mean i don't think that i was like the worst person or the worst child that they yeah. could have ever had to be completely honest like no i don't I beat think, a lot of odds i'm yeah. not gonna lie like it, I, I didn't did. really do anything horrible no. i just wasn't the kindest person no and the thing is too <laughs> for like me and my mom like i we are so similar mm-hmm. emily learned that this past weekend <laughs> like freaky how similar <laughs> they are. like we are so 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 similar i know how to push your buttons in 2.5 seconds mm-hmm. like i can say something do something act a certain way give a certain look and i know how to piss her off and when i was younger i used you like took advantage that. of that and yeah. like looking back it was just like me being a pubescent teenager and yeah just, like, being crazy <laughs> but like yeah it's just why there was zero reason other than like yeah why the fuck did you do that and like i know thankfully like i have a chill mom and like we have a really good relationship but i also understand that, like a lot of people could never go past that and mm-hmm. unfortunately like you know it just it sucks. sucks yeah and so yeah be nice to your mom and dad unless they, or your guardian unless, or whoever raised yeah. you like that is they have put their blood sweat and tears into making you the person that yeah you are, so. unless they suck then fuck them but like for the most part i'm sure the majority of the people who listen to this show like they probably have good guardians yes or had good guardians or at least somebody or as a figure or yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. that you 
like and admire. <laughs> I'm sure like there was somebody in your life. Yeah. And if not, I'm deeply sorry. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> I just feel awkward. Trauma is trauma. That's how I deal with it. I know. I understand. (laughs) Number five, appreciate your body now. And I think this is something that we as a society overlooks. Like your body today is what you're living in. Like you need to love it. You need to do skincare. You need to talk nice things to it because like it's your body today. And that kind of goes into like, I think for both of us, like especially this past year, like appreciating a good diet, appreciating like a healthy, like, workout routine Mm -hmm. and like regimens that like we are scheduled on which is like weird to say but those are all very important things yeah don't put those to the wayside because in the future they're gonna it's gonna create bigger problems yeah i even look at it too as like uh with that just like appreciate the body you have now don't compare your body to what it was four years ago or two years ago or three weeks ago like i was so bad and honestly i still do it sometimes but like I, I would say like my early 20s, I was really, really hard on myself about the way my body had changed. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I wasn't dancing anymore. Mm-hmm. So like it's just the, the way you work out is totally different. So obviously your body's not going to look the same. But like I would look at photos and constantly be like, oh, my God, I was so skinny. Oh, my God. Like and then I would get pissed at myself because I was like, then I thought I was overweight mm-hmm. or X, Y, and Z. I didn't like the way I looked. You're always going to think that. Right. So like just stop. And every season Appreciate of my life. who you were then, but don't compare yourself right, to like, that. And every season of my life, like looking back at everything, like from being in college, looking at my high school self or me exactly. now looking at my yeah. college self, like for myself personally, I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. I was a student athlete. I swam four or five hours a day. Yeah. I was so lean because it's just all cardio. Mm-hmm. That is just not realistic for my life today no like it's just not realistic so you also have to look at like your lifestyle what you're doing and like you don't have eight hours to go to the gym every day working a nine (laughs) to five job means if you get an hour in you got an hour in. yeah that's amazing i fucking had to buy a treadmill just to walk at my desk because i didn't have time to do as long of a workout as i needed to literally like (laughs) yes um so number six going into still like you know appreciate your body today wear your fucking sunscreen wear sunscreen wear sunscreen it's not you're not cool because you're you you refuse to put sunscreen on the beach and it's you not get cool. and and this is something that like I was told my whole life and I still didn't believe it it's a hundred percent true you still can get tan with sunscreen Honestly, on I get tanner when I wear sunscreen yeah because you're not red and just peeling no because if I don't wear sunscreen I just burn and peel exactly if I wear sunscreen I tan yeah think of it like you wouldn't just throw a frozen pizza in an oven on broil okay it doesn't cook properly it gets charred and then it's still frozen underneath you gotta That's let that shit too you gotta let that yeah it'll stink you gotta <laughs> let that shit cook okay so wear your fucking sunscreen because guess what I burned my chest so fucking bad a few years ago that I have wrinkles and I'm 25. You also got big titties. So maybe that's just a part of it. It honestly covers up because (laughs) my boobs. But like if I had small boobs, like you would see it real Uh, bad. Well, I have small boobs, but wear your sunscreen. Wear your sunscreen every single day of your life. Like even if it's raining outside, I got sunscreen on. Mm -hmm. Now, do I have it over my whole body? I will say no. No. But it's like my face, face, my hands, my chest, like shoulders, Mm -hmm. neck, that whole area. Um, but yeah, definitely. I just started thinking of uh, my neck, neck my, my back, back lick my pussy, and my crack. <laughs> also, part of this, I don't know why I had this weird complex when I was younger, and my sister did for sure. 
if it's cold outside, put a motherfucking jacket on. Dress appropriately. Hose do get cold. Hose get fucking cold. Do not go to a bar and be like, oh, I don't need a jacket like that. Because chances are you're going to have to wait until a long ass line out the front. You're going to be freezing your fucking dick off. You're going to get in the bar, get sweaty as shit. But at least you'll have the jacket for when you get in the Uber on the way home. Listen. It's cold outside. Dress appropriately. You don't win an award for being the coldest. You don't. Yeah. Like, honestly, you, everyone's like, look at that. Dumb honestly, bitch. you look dumb. Yeah. Like, I look back on pictures of me and like there was a literal ice storm and I had a tank top on. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What was I doing? And, and literally captioned on Snapchat, hose don't get cold. Bitch, but you they were do. freezing. You were so cold. You were freezing. You were cold. I mean, the liquid in you probably helped. Every time I was like, I'll just take another shot of tequila. It blacks out, slips on black ice. It's like, yeah. I mean, just put a jacket on. I mean, it worked. Yeah. You're you weren't wrong in your theory, but yeah. get a cool jacket. I just looked goofy. literally I was at Walmart the other day. They actually have some cool jackets. Really? I'm not going to lie. And they're like less than $50. Walmart's been stepping it Yo, up with Walmart's their clothes. Yo, Walmart's been low-key slaying. I'm not going to lie. So go to Walmart and get yourself a less than $50 jacket. And they were like dupes for ones that free people. Oh. Dead ass. I was telling my mom. Now, the one looked like a little grandma-ish, but I was still kind of into it. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of the vibe right now. You're right. It is kind of the vibe. But yeah, anyway, wear your fucking jacket. Wear your sunscreen. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Number seven. Uh, if you don't like someone, walk away. Because honestly, someone better in your life is going to come. And that also goes for opportunities and things you're doing. Totally. If you hate your job, leave it. Yeah. Because something better will probably come. If yeah. If you don't like the situation you're in, leave it. Something better yeah. will probably come. So I just a lesson overall for both of us. totally like it's way easier said than done and that's how all this stuff is going to be especially big things like this like just walk away but like i will say the amount of people i've fought for and then in the end they just walk away anyways like they end up leaving you it's not worth it like the fight's mm -hmm. not worth it like your high school boyfriend is not no offense he's not worth it your best friend who's just kind of a bitch and like does shady shit she's not worth it your boss that sucks and works you way too hard, that job's not worth it. Like, just walk mm. away. Yes. Because, I mean, I'm a big believer in the universe. And, like, exactly. the universe is going, has it all figured out. Honestly, like, if you do believe in the universe and, like, astrology and all that kind of stuff, like, you literally have to remove yourself from bad situations in order to get good. So, like, and they're going to keep giving you the same lesson over and over and over again until you fucking learn it, too. Mm -hmm. So, like... I mean, that's just me believing Maybe in that's universe, what they but. did with my, uh, like, the cockroach situation in my apartment. They're like, we're going to keep telling you this lesson until. Is the lesson to leave the apartment complex? Because you just signed your lease. What oh. was the lesson here? Maybe it's like, maybe it wasn't in, in anything to do with cleanliness. Maybe it was like my personality. It was like, bitch, you need to start being a better person. Or oh, we're going to keep sending roaches like to you. You are a roach. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're the roach. Yeah, <laughs> and I was living in their house. This is meta as fuck. <laughs> Whoa, we're not even high. <laughs> we're sober as hell. <laughs> okay, moving on clearly because that one was woo. I no. saw a beetle in my bathroom today. Sorry, I just had to say it. And you didn't call me crying? No, I actually was very calm. Oh my God, last it, it night. It wasn't a cockroach, so it wasn't scary. Last night when I got home from dinner with like free birthday, I walked in the house. There was a massive hornet which i thought was a cockroach at first like it was so big and its wings were closed i was like oh my god this is a cockroach i'm calling emily wait maybe mm. that's what it was in my bathroom because it kind of had like the body no it was a hornet and it was massive was it in your house it was in my house on the shades downstairs oh. i smacked it off but it didn't kill it because it was on the shades like it was mm, a little hard you couldn't you know? smush it couldn't smush it so then it goes down lower i ended up i'll show you later i ended up like <laughs> 
breaking half of my fucking blinds because I killed this hornet. <laughs> but I couldn't have that say in my house. No, literally today I was walking into my bathroom and I saw this like beetle hornet looking thing. It was like limping. Cause it, cause like you know my place has been sprayed so many times. That, right. You know, oh, he's, he's you know, dying. When he cuts the perimeter immediately, he's like <laughs> choking, like dying yeah. in the battlefield. Yeah. And so then I ended up putting a shoe on one foot and smashing it. Well, but it wasn't a roach, so that's why I didn't call you. Well, crying. he's seen better days. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Emily's house. You're, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. All right, number eight. Oh, that's scared the shit out of me. We were talking about bugs. I know, and it makes sense. My scar wax just fell into my mouth because it got <laughs> stuck in my hair, and I thought it was like a roach in my mouth. Okay, number eight. Don't be well. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Don't be well. That's not even be any- unwell. <laughs> that's not anything that that even says. That's the best part when I reread this. You're gonna be like, bitch, what? <laughs> be unwell as possible. Okay, number eight. Being jealous is a waste of energy. Don't compare yourself to others, and social media is fake. Literally, being jealous is the biggest fucking waste of your time like put your energy towards something that's going to better yourself and jealousy does nothing but like honestly age you and make you tired jealousy literally eats your soul yeah and it's your ego which is why you're jealous to Mm -hmm. be completely honest and that's why it eats your soul but like there's no time to be jealous in this life like of course we want things or you want to strive for better things or like you but you are not anybody else. So anything you see on social media, the lives that those influencers live, like yeah, Kylie Jenner's body, like mm-hmm. whatever, they all have it for some reason. Yeah. But that's not you. I, I even think of it in comparison to like my friends. And like right now I'm in like this negotiation weird limbo with my company asking for a raise. And the what I'm asking for isn't a lot of money. But I look at my friend's salaries and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm getting so underpaid. But it's like... I can't be mad at them because yeah. what my job is offering is a, a lot of things that other people's jobs don't have that isn't in terms of monetary value. But like that's one thing I'm really, really bad about and have gotten better about recently is just like just even people I know personally, not even celebrities being jealous of things in their life. Oh, yeah. No. And just like being the jealous friend isn't. a cute uh, look. It's, it's not a cute look. It's exhausting for you. Yes. too. Like it's you're exhausting doing you're yourself that's not jealous. You're, or you're, yeah. You're, yeah also- you're, you're doing yourself a disfavor by being jealous because like you're just making things worse than they mm-hmm. need to be. No. Yes. And uh that's a whole other that's a whole other thing to talk about but anyway number nine (laughs) (laughs) it's okay to be like the weird friend or have like weird interests like your real friends will not judge you i mean look at emily's face (laughs) her anime sweatshirts her entire fucking house her entire anything she loves like okay yesterday when i gave her her birthday gift i was like i tried to get every single personality of emily in her birthday gift. you really did because it was like cooking anime uh like skincare uh skulls hello kitty skulls hello kitty and then like flower vase yeah like sushi yeah (laughs) like literally i was like everything that i can encompass of her she's weird as fuck i love her to death and that's the thing like i don't think i was like a confident enough in myself and b confident enough in my friends Mm -hmm. to be accepting of my truest self yeah and i think that's something that i've learned like over time is like if people don't fuck with you, then that's fine. But like, 
good friends will not care no. what you're interested in. No, but also like everybody has weird interests. Yeah. I also have weird interests. It's just easy to poke fun at Emily because she likes anime <laughs> and she's very vocal about liking anime. Yeah. That's it. Other than that, like, I mean, what is weird? Like you like spooky season. Yeah. You and every other bitch. Right. Like, you know, you, you like a good pumpkin latte. Yeah. You and every other bitch. Like, yeah, I have like weird hobbies, but like they're not anything that like your friend would judge you over no but also like you probably think find things that like i like to do weird or like mm-hmm. obsessive or whatever and it's just because it's life yeah so it's completely okay be the weird friend be vocal about the fact that you have interests like yeah it doesn't matter also like yeah being weird isn't a bad thing and it's fucking cool and if your friends don't want to be friends with you because you do something weird or watch something weird or yeah. say something weird like fuck them fuck them <laughs> we don't need them anyway they suck we'll be friends with you bye <laughs> number 10 allow yourself to fail in life and this is it's really hard the hardest thing to like to accept learn. i think like yeah. to be okay with the negative in life you mm-hmm. can say that you're okay with the negative until the negative happens but like yeah it's it is so hard and that's still something i'm trying to learn but i'm also learning that like a lot of negative comes with a lot of good i was about to say like and with that, we kind of talked about this in uh, one of our guide episodes and it was mm-hmm. kind of like dealing with rejection. I think that kind of falls into this a lot. In life in general, it's going to seem like a lot more bad happens than good because we don't really take full like advantage of the good stuff. But when something's bad, it's like we that's where we focus. That's where we put all of our energy. We get pissed. We get we talk shit like we do all this stuff. And it's like. It's not going to be as bad as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to like it's not that deep. But also like being okay when shit is bad. Right. Because it's going like shit will be bad. That's how Honestly, life goes. Honestly, life, 80% of the time, there's bad shit happening around mm-hmm. you. Whether it's to you directly or just Especially in the world you. we live in. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like there's always negative things. And like you still have to live. You still have to thrive. You still got to pay bills. You still got to mm-hmm. wake up in the morning. Like being okay with the negative, it's so hard. But also when you kind of start to learn to be okay with it, it's like you grow. Yeah. You grow so, so much. And Emily made a point earlier. She was saying about how like 30 seconds of being in an uncomfortable situation can literally change your life forever. Yeah. So like, yes, you might fail in that conversation. Yes, you might bomb that interview. Yes, you might have done the worst speech of your life or like changing a job and telling a boss off or something like. Yeah. It might be the scariest 30 seconds, but also it could be the biggest life-changing 30 seconds yeah the best lesson you ever learned the best connection you ever made I just kind of think back to it and like I've had a fuck ton of interviews for jobs so many but if I didn't go to all the ones that I didn't think that I was going to qualify for I didn't feel like that great about Mm -hmm. like a my interview skills would suck because I wouldn't have had gone to as many and b it's like you never know and like through doing shit like that like you make you network you make connections and even failures like there's something to learn from it so like there's more growth and failing than than you ever will have when you're successful no because grow like every single successful person their favorite part of getting to where they are today is the failure and like overcoming that entire time because once you've made it once you're at the top once you've had it all where is there to go yeah there's boring and that's what they all like every single person says that Mm -hmm. about their growth especially like extremely successful people or what we view as successful right and also in this like we were already saying when you fail typically other opportunities come up so like say yes to them even if it's not exactly what you're thinking of in that moment i actually have a friend who like graduated from college got her degree was serving and was like 
I don't know what the fuck is going on in my life. And this girl was like, oh, I think you'd be like a really good aide for like us at school. Mm -hmm. Four weeks in, they were like, we want you to become a teacher. Like she randomly just said yes to this opportunity. There was zero right. like reason or like anything to her degree that would make her like do this other than like she just it just aligned with her values. Right. And then they're like, oh, want to become a teacher for us at a private school? Right. Like what? Yeah. That's insane. Like you never thought the opportunity would present itself. And she, not that she was at her lowest in this moment, but it's like kind of just like, what the fuck am I doing? She felt like nothing was going her way really. Exactly. And now it's like, now you're, she's literally about to become a teacher. And yeah. And that's insane. And also that, yeah, it it was birthed from kind of like failure. Yes. Like you went to college, you didn't use your degree, you went and became a server, but it's like that all happened because it was meant to happen. Exactly. And that's right there. Yeah. Amazing. Number 11 talking about the boys now nice guys will never have to tell you that they're a nice guy yeah any guy who is like (laughs) yeah (laughs) no because i've fucking dealt with so many of these sobs it's like if anybody has to tell you they're fucking nice they're not fucking nice because Mm -mm. no nice person has to be like oh by the way I'm the nice guy. You should give the nice guy the chance. Da da da. No, don't nice give guys the finish last. Don't give the quote nice guy the chance. Give the kind person, the the one who cares about you, the Be one genuine. who's putting you first. Not the guy who tells you that he's fucking nice. Yeah. He's a scumbag. Right. And I, I'm at some point he probably will say, "Well, I mean, I'm nice. Like whatever." That's completely different than like the first time you ever meet him. Like, well, I'm a nice guy, so you better give me a chance. Like, yeah, like completely you, different. Like, yeah, let's and be also like here. just because somebody's nice doesn't mean you owe them shit either. You owe them nothing. Also in this category, just talking about boys. If his dick is good, he's probably toxic. Better run. If it's too good. If it's too good. Uh, and I, we both have learned this the hard way. And that's the problem, though, because you want to keep going back. It's never the best. It's never the best dick of your life from somebody who's the best person. I just have learned that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but it seems to be a pattern where it's like guys who are very, very, very good in bed kind of suck as people. Especially at our age. Yeah. Especially at our age. Because obviously, like, when you're in your 30s, hopefully you can play some dick. Like, yeah. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping you got it going on. Hopefully by then you've had enough practice. Yeah, but like, like we're saying from the years of like, what, 16 to 25 yeah, of yeah, 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 getting yeah. dick down. Yeah. <laughs> if they're good at it, bitch they toxic as fuck run (laughs) that's all i'm saying (laughs) number 12 try new things always be a life learner and always try new hobbies yeah this is something that emily is extremely good at and i envy a lot yeah completely honest i just think might be the adhd it's might be her personality (laughs) it's definitely both but like (laughs) the thing about me is like i have realized i think this is all from living alone because I didn't really ever do any of this stuff throughout my life. I had like random hobbies, but it wasn't ever just like me trying a bunch of shit or like putting myself out there to like try something. But like something about like, I think this goes back to like the living alone, figuring out who you are, figuring out what you like. It's like, you kind of fall into these like categories of life. And so for me, like my whole life, I was always a very creative person. And then kind of once I started working, my role is quote creative, but like it didn't allow me the outlets that I really wanted. So like picking those up in hobbies and trying a bunch of new things and finding shit I'm really bad at and finding shit I'm really good at. It's just like, it helps you like mold the person you are. And then it also helps you like get into community with other people Mm -hmm. who have like similar hobbies to you. 100%. Like you meet so many more people and have so much more like commonalities between people when you do try a bunch of new shit and i envy you a lot for this because 
I don't try a lot of new stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I'm so used to like my everyday routine. And yeah. This and, that. and it's like there's been sometimes like, OK, Emily is extremely good at makeup. I'm not anywhere close to how good <laughs> Emily is at makeup. But she's taught me a thing or two. And there's been times like on a Saturday night, we're like not doing anything. And I'll just sit here and like try new it's things fun. with makeup and it's, so, it's fun. so fun and it's not that i'm even trying to do anything wild right. it's just like copying someone's makeup routine and just seeing if yeah. i can do it and like putting it into practice and like doing my eyebrows a little bit too thick versus too th- like well, i don't know just yeah. like trying new shit and like it's so fun and it like your skill set and different things just is able to grow yeah it's so, always good to just like disrupt your routine as well like because i feel like life can get very monotonous and days can go by really fast and you're just kind of like oh my god it's been a year the fuck yes. did I do honestly I like once a year I know this like sounds crazy and I think it's like my mom she'll be like no you don't but I'd really do I try to read one book a year that like I never would have mm-hmm. had like an interest in before because it's like it's something that like I hate doing yeah but I feel like it's important to still read and like also like you learn randomly like a lot through reading books yeah like, I don't know so it's like that's one thing and it's like not necessarily it's like a hobby or anything but it's mm-hmm. like I try to make it one yeah it's something that you but like. I'm very bad at sitting down every night and reading like I'm very bad at that yeah I really love reading as well I just when I was in my master's it was so much it reading that reading. I kind of fell out of love with it because I was doing it so much but I've been doing like audiobooks recently and I fucking love that. So I need to get back into like mm. reading a physical book. I need to do that now that I can only do like very leisurely it's activity. So nice. Yeah. I should do that like when I'm like riding a bike or something. Cause like there's a whole YouTube channel mm, that you I found. About this. Oh my God. The narrators on there are so good because they're, they like do different voices and it's not boring. Cause there's mm. some like narrators that just suck. But no, tomorrow I should do that. Cause I really want to go to the, and ride the bike at the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm literally cleared what three hours and I'm like, what am I going to do? I gotta go. I gotta go back. Gotta go back. I'm like, it's fucking crack to yeah. crack addicts <laughs> but no maybe i'll do that because i'm just like gonna ride the bike that'd yeah. be so fun okay moving on number 13 <laughs> keep your circle small and this is something definitely like in my older age i know we're only 25 i've learned mm-hmm. you do not need to be everyone's friend it's okay to no. not be like liked by every single person in the room as long as you got like your two three four closest ride or die people who you know genuinely will ride or die for you that's all you need yeah, and I think definitely 100% I agree with you. Like, you figure this out the older you get because also, like, you just have less time yeah. than when you're younger to, like, t- like spend with other people. But I will say one thing just off of, like, uh, being more of, like, a fly on the wall and, like, a witness because I've never been a person who just has a huge group of friends. Like, that's just not really my personality. I'm very, like, intimate with my friendships mm-hmm. and I like to keep them very close to the vest. So, like whenever I'm around people who are that way, who have a ton of friends, like I I feel like they tend to be like some of the loneliest people too, mm-hmm. because it's like when you have, when you're spreading out yourself so thin and you're putting, you know, priority on 25 people instead of five, it's like, it's hard to feel like gratification and like companionship with people really closely when your group is so large. So yeah, I would just encourage people like, you can have a bunch of friends, but I would say like, the closest people, you don't ever need, like, more than, like, two, three, four, five. Like, go to ride or die. Yeah. Of course, like, I'm friends with people outside of that. But, yeah. like, everybody knows I'm with Emily all the motherfucking time. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt, don't even got to question it. I'm probably with her. Yeah. Like, all my other friends here are like, hey, are you with Emily? And I'm like, <laughs> I actually am. Or yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, okay, I'm going to call you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Right. But, like, yeah, like, no, it's always, like without a doubt like just because you got to have those people you got to have those people that are like family yeah. especially when you don't live at live home. at home yeah it's important also under this topic we also just mentioned that 
when you, especially in your older age, make sure that your core values align with that person as well. Because yeah. you will not stay friends with them. It's going to be the worst friendship of probably of your life mm-hmm. if your core values don't align. Yeah. And I would say like definitely when you're younger, this doesn't really matter because I don't think you fully formed your own opinions. real opinions yeah. on life. And I mean, I'm thinking more like on this, uh, I think of like political views and I think you can definitely be friends with somebody who has opposing political views as you. But when it comes to like actual values and like if that has to do with a political party, like mm, it's mm. probably not going to work out because you guys are going to have a lot less in common than you think. 100%. And you realize that later in life that like those things do matter. Yes, definitely. 100%. 14. Clean your dishes. Put them away from the dishwasher. <laughs> Make sure you just get it done. Don't leave them in the sink. Yeah. Wash your comforter. Wash your pillowcases. Clean the moment you make a mess. Do it. Don't just leave it. Because especially if you have ADHD, the moment you walk away, it's over. Mm -hmm. You're not touching that shit for a week. So as soon as your dishwasher goes off, makes the little song that it's over. Open it. Empty it. That way you can put your new shit in there the moment you get something dirty. Because like... That is where the problem starts. So just avoid the problem. Yeah. And wash your sheets regularly. Yes. You'll feel better too. You'll Ooh, sleep better. It's the better. best feeling. You'll At least feel like once clean. a week. Yeah. That's what means my recommendation. Yeah. Just get get a second pair of sheets. That way you don't have to wash it. Be you can just a, switch them out. Be a hygienic person. But yeah. Just, just keep keep your life clean. Number 15. No one cares about designer things. God. Honestly. Staying on trend, especially the way it is in social media right now, for the birds. We don't got time. Yeah, and also, like, the way that, like, I think definitely with social media has put this pressure to, like, flex your stuff. Fucking nobody cares, especially in real life when you're having actual conversations with people in person. Mm -hmm. Nobody's looking at your fucking shoes and being like, oh, are those real Jordans? Oh, Mm -hmm. are those real? Oh, oh, that's from two years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, those have stains on them. Nobody fucking cares. Mm -hmm. And definitely when I was in college and I had money to only spend on things that I wanted, I didn't realize how dumb all that shit was. I bought like a YSL bag with my first like big girl money. And it's like, why did I do that? No, honestly, designer is the biggest waste of money because you can genuinely get something that's cheaper and the same quality. Yeah. Unless you just are just a bajillionaire, there's Mm -hmm. no need, especially in your twenties. Nobody fucking cares. No, like, you know, we might shit on the people for wearing Shein, but yeah, it's only bad because of, you know, where it comes from and yeah, go go thrift. Nobody cares. But you know what? Yeah. Smart for the money. TJ Maxx. Because nobody cares because the way that the trends are today, I'm probably never going to wear that shirt again. Exactly. Sounds so bad and it's so sad, but it's just the truth. And Mm -hmm. I know it's not just me. A lot of people are like that. I would just what I've been trying to do buy basics, everything that you know won't go out of style get two really good pairs of jeans yes get get two button-down shirts get two nice blouses buy like four plain t-shirts and get like two pairs of neutral sneakers you're good like and then everything else you can just mix and match get some jewelry change it out yeah then you can get a few statement pieces to kind of mix and match with everything else honestly yeah we i've cleaned up my closet several times emily is amazing at always cleaning our closet (laughs) but it's true like you don't really need that much you don't you don't Especially designer shit. It's kind of stupid. Nobody needs that. And those golden gooses. Get the fuck out. Get those out of my face. Golden goose is disgusting. I will buy you a pair of Skechers and run over them with my car for cheaper. And you know what? They look just as bad. And I'll I'll sew a star on myself. Put a little bedazzle on that bitch. Wherever you want. I'll customize them out here too. (laughs) I will make sure a rainy day. 
I won't. Both <laughs> in reverse. You said I'll step in every puddle I see. Mm-hmm. An extra ten dollars, and I'll put her in reverse, baby. Yeah. Like I will do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get my blowtorch out i mean fuck like, fuck literally <laughs> I'll, i even get the cheese grater rough them up a little bit those things are hideous and like for six hundred dollars like starting yeah for like the basic that's that's not the customs the customs are like 1200 get out of my face with that dumb shit anyway <laughs> number 16 speak up for your values and they're clearly not golden Goose. yeah <laughs> yeah don't let people like I mean, tell you how to feel about your values specifically. And then also like, yeah, if you don't like the way something is, fucking speak up about it. You're your only advocate in this life. So do it. Obviously, there's some people that have, in my opinion, very bad opinions. But they are ride or die for their own opinion. And you you can envy that. At least you can respect the fact that they have the confidence in themselves to say that. Exactly. But they're wrong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Number 17. <laughs> Work-life balance is a must. And I think coming out of college, it's a big thing where we just like want to impress our bosses. Yeah. We want to have the best job and want to move up the corporate ladder and you want to do all those things. And every single person realizes quickly, that's, that's not, just gonna, not reality. And also it's like, that's not going to get you there. Like being no. the guy who stays at work later than everybody else, being the person who takes on yes, way more man. than they can do does nothing for you mm-hmm. in your career all it does at the beginning all it does is completely like tear you down as a person my aunt um is a sales rep and she was one of the best sales rep in her and like literally the nation the region for her company when mm-hmm. she was younger she literally got ulcers in her stomach because she'd be up so late at night trying to figure out how to prospect how to get her quotas and how to do all these things and she was always like top three winning vacations doing all this stuff right like, literally one of the best she had no life yeah and this moment she got like stomach ulcers from being that stressed she instantly flipped it around and she was like i can't do that anymore yeah get my quotas in and that's all i care and about also like the thing about a job especially a corporate job is like goes back to the first thing or the second thing you said it's not that fucking deep like it, it will still the company will still be okay if you need to take off right at 5 p.m. You don't need to stay till 745. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Go take your bathroom break. Take your lunch. Like tell turn your phone off on the weekends. Don't. And something for me like I have a work phone. Right. So I had to create a boundary for myself. Like I have customers like I had to create a boundary for myself that it, I have that phone with me from eight to five. Yeah. And eight to five. I can help you. 759 I cannot help you 801 I cannot mm-hmm. help or 501 what is it yeah 501 I can't help you <laughs> there you go and I know that's like really harsh that's a really harsh cutoff time but you have to set that boundary because for me then as soon as it's five o'clock that's it's off till tomorrow yeah and I get to go enjoy my life and do the things that I want to do because you legitimately have to because or you'll go crazy yeah and like that business does not care yeah. So you, it's your life and it's you like, need to live it. It's like you think of it like a restaurant. Like if the sign says fucking closed, you can't just walk inside and eat. Exactly. 18, always trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you think somebody's a snake, they're a fucking snake. If you get a bad impression by a job that you're at, it's probably toxic. If a guy tells you he's something and you think he's something else, he is. Like you're right. Mm-hmm. Your gut is right. Trust your gut because... Honestly, I've my gut has never been wrong. Mm-hmm. Literally never. Like I, especially about people, it's always right. Mm-hmm. So just listen to your gut. 
No, and that's and not even just about people and anything. Like if it's a job that you want to take, if it's a situation, a promotion, or yeah, I don't know, being the freaking person in the play, yeah, at the church. Like if you have a good gut feeling about it, fucking do it. If you have a bad gut feeling about it, don't do it. Being also, nervous is different. Yeah, I think having having nerves and anxiety around things is normal mm-hmm. and is probably a sign that you're doing something right. But if I'm thinking like also in life, like if you're in a situation that feels like a little unsafe or you're like, I'm not too sure about this. Trust your fucking gut, especially as a mm-hmm. woman. Like, you know, it's not yes. crazy to think this yes. guy has a gun. Like me and Kellen were in a situation yesterday that was really intense yes. and really scary. Yes. And like we could have easily just kind of did what this person said and whatever, like appease them. But like in our gut, we were like, we, we have to get go. Out. We, we have to go. It was it was wild. Yeah. We'll speak on another day. This episode yeah. is long. So <laughs> 19, be responsible with your money. Adult money is a lot of fun because you can buy whatever the fuck you want and nobody cares. But bills are still due on the first. Yeah. And also money doesn't not stretch, bitch. That shit is made of paper. It rips. So mm-hmm. you you this check that you're getting may seem like a lot. Remember, you got your taxes. <laughs> Remember, you got your house to pay for remember you got your electricity to keep on like you got to feed yourself Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of things that being an adult you don't realize until you are paying your bills so that salary that you were looking at may have looked really promising but when you divide it all out it's not a lot of money so try to save your money as much as you can which we really cannot do right now Mm -hmm. but even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, be smart about what you're spending your money on. Yeah. And it's it's so easy to like go into Target and see their $5 section and just want to buy everything. Yeah. It is. Or just like for me, it's like ordering like DoorDash or something. Mm -hmm. Because like the convenience. I'm like, I don't want to cook dinner. I just spent $43 on fast food essentially. Yeah. For what? Yeah. One meal? Crazy. soggy and cold. Exactly. (laughs) Number 20, don't stop chasing your dreams. Be consistent in the things that you love to do. Yeah. And that just goes without saying... We have this podcast. We're going to keep going. It's yeah. consistency is everything. And I think that's something that we've learned in this past year in anything. Yeah. Honestly, like uh, even just getting good at anything. Mm-hmm. Like you're never going to be good at something when you start and like keeping consistent. And like if I if I today decided I want to go be the world's greatest tightrope walker. I wish I, you nothing but the best. I could not expect to just go walk out there and try it. But like the more I practice and the more I try, like you're going to get better. And so if that's my dream, fucking do it. Do it every day. Like who cares what other people think about what you're doing? Like goes just, back to be weird. Do your yeah. own thing. You and it's know? not that fucking deep. Not that fucking deep. Mm-hmm. Number 21, live in the moment. Don't worry about like marriage, kids, having <sighs> that dream job today. Yeah. Worrying even sometimes, honestly, you literally need to live in the moment today. Don't even worry about what tomorrow is going to bring you because yeah. you just need like the future can't be yeah. written. And I think for women, this is really hard because our whole lives we've kind of been told like, oh, well, you're only fertile until X age. Oh, like you need to have a husband before you have kids. Oh, you need to do X, Y and Z. You know what? Being 25, you realize how young that is still. I think when I was 15, I thought 25 was like geriatric. But like being 25, you're like, oh my God, 
that's still really, really young. And I have so much time to so, like do so much, do the marriage thing, do the kids and thing if I want. especially at 25, it's a really strange age because a lot of your friends can get married now and it's not weird or can have yeah. a baby now and you can be excited for them. Or yeah. They can own a house and you still pay rent or live with mom and dad. Like it's such a weird age where everybody is on a completely different scale. Right. That like, to be so worried about all of that, like also kind of go back to like, don't be jealous and like believe in mm-hmm. yourself kind of thing. But like, yeah, like live in the moment that you've created for yourself because that's how you're just going to keep going and yeah, do better things. Yeah. Number 22. And this might be more about myself. Don't manically get a tattoo or change your hair. <laughs> and now I have a lot of experience with this. All my younger girls listen up. Especially the tattoo because that bitch you cannot change. And if you do change it, it's fucking expensive and it's really painful. And you most likely have to get a red rose and I don't want that. So. Oh, I was thinking like removal. Like that's so Well, expensive. remover's going to hurt, but I don't have money for that. Yeah, exactly. So my only other option would be to do a tattoo cover up. And, and I'm it's not- like, do I really want to make it bigger and like. Yeah. Do I want a red rose? Because that's literally the, uh, their only suggestion ever. And you're like, bitch, no. Yeah. Like I, want, I have a seahorse on the side of my hip and I got it when I was, when I was 18 just because I could I wanted to feel something I guess and I wanted to be rebellious against my parents even though I was 18 and inside for myself right here we fucking are I fucking hate it it's not what I want at all but then it's like what do I want to put over it it had to be literally my whole leg yeah it would be like it would be like a Cardi B moment so we're rocking with a seahorse we don't like yeah we've all had hairstyles we don't like we break up with a boy yeah dye your hair chop it off red black yeah white bangs and like yes hair grows back but also like that's a moment you can't take yeah back. <laughs> like wigs are fucking expensive y'all like really think about it before you do it and like the tattoo thing for sure glue your ears pierced or something that fills in yeah don't get your nipples done i don't know yeah just like maybe like I, really think before you get a tattoo yeah that i because i am so for the tattoo community but i still have yet to get my own tattoo because i'm like i do not know what i would want to be on my body for the rest of my life. See, okay, my other thing, though, about tattoos, we'll move on right after this, is that you can't think about it that hard. It's Because to me, it's like a point in your life that's something that you like. Now, if it's yeah. done poorly or not what you asked for, a.k.a. the seahorse, that's why I don't like it. Because it's not what I asked for. Maybe then get a manic tattoo, but know your tattoo artist and know, like, the Or studio. the manic tattoo has to be, like, one that you genuinely wanted for a really long time that doesn't make it manic but like the moment you do it could have been manic you mm-hmm. know yeah maybe that's what it's more about yeah anyway <laughs> 23 let other people win like be happy for people when they win it is not always about you you could have your worst day of your life but your friend is winning yeah be happy for them yeah it's not their job to be just as sad as you yeah i think definitely like allowing other people to win and being happy for them mm-hmm. is a very mature thing. Mm-hmm. So like you might not be able to do this at the point in your life that you're in right now, but I would, I would really encourage everybody to work towards that because it does feel really good when your friends win and like you actually are happy for them. Like mm-hmm. that feels good for you too. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm so happy that my friend is doing good. Cause and like, I have to associate I them. with them because yeah, exactly. they're doing amazing in life. And like, yeah, it might be hard because they got a win that you didn't, or even you tried to go for, or, you thought you'd have in your life by now, but like you have your own path. Yeah, totally. And it's their own path. Mm-hmm. 
also a part of this, like if you're in arguments with people, it's okay not to see eye to eye with them. They can win. Yeah. You can walk away peacefully and both understand we both have different sides, but I still care for you as a friend. Yeah. And that is okay to do. That's also a very mature thing to do. And both are hard. Both are hard to be really happy for your friends when that's something that you wanted. And it's also really hard to walk away from an argument that you think you should be winning. Right. And like chances are if you're not winning it, you're probably wrong. So like just be wrong. Let them win. Like not saying to like fold, fold, but like... Mm -hmm. If it's not worth the battle, it's not worth the fucking battle. Correct. Number 24, you don't always have to be the party girl or that girl. Um, this is something we've really learned and experienced this past year. We mm -hmm. don't have to be that. Um, and we, you were, we were joking last night. We went uh, to dinner for my birthday and we each had like one drink and then I ended up having like a second glass of wine. But I was like, bro, since we stopped drinking, my tolerance is so, so low. low. I have so one low. and a half glasses of wine and I'm like drunk. I'm like, feel kind of good. No, granted, we didn't eat a whole lot during yeah. the day. But and before, like it would be like one bottle and I'm like, mm, do I have a buzz yet? I'm like, not sure. Shots, shots, yeah. shots, <laughs> shots. No, yeah. But you really don't have to be that girl if you don't want to be that girl. If mm -hmm. you if you really want to sit at home with a candle in your pajamas in bed fucking do it and you don't need to explain to people why you're not gonna go out or why you're not gonna do things like that's something that i've gotten like better at now but i was really bad about that in the past like i would feel bad because i would have nothing i would really have nothing else to do but i felt like i needed to tell them i did because mm -hmm. i would feel bad just saying i don't want to do that i don't mm -hmm. want to go to the club again mm -hmm. and drink again i'm and over go out it. for the third night in a row yeah and i'm actually poor so i really can't and People are so good at making you feel guilty mm -hmm. for it for themselves. Yeah, it's, a selfish it's like thing. it's because they want to and they want you to be there so they can do it. Exactly. But it's OK to say no. Yeah. And just be selfish. Yeah. Our last and final one. And I think this is something that Emily and I both like value, I would say, the most and especially over 25 years of life. And this past year, 100 percent is basically like act confident and no one's going to question you like it's okay to not know what you're doing but as you do it be confident in who you are and what you're doing and what you're standing for and every single one of these things before it has to come from that right yeah I think the fake it till you make it is something that I think everybody should live by but specifically mm -hmm. if you are trying to do something and create something for yourself nobody needs to know that you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. like it's fine that you don't know what you're doing, but just pretend like you fucking do walk into that interview acting like you've had 17 fucking years of experience. Like go, I, I had to figure out how to fucking create an LLC and do trademarks. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just Googling it, but like you'll figure it out. Right. And you'll get there. And, and side note, nobody else knows what the fuck they're doing either, especially no. at 25. No, everybody is equally as lost and confused and feels like they're at a weird point in their life. So like, just pretend you know what's going on. And it doesn't even have to be like a job or anything yeah. like crazy, crazy big. It's like literally walking into a grocery store that yeah. you've never been in before. Why is it terrifying? Yeah, I don't fucking know. It's so scary. It's so scary because you don't know where anything is. Just walk around confidently. If you're going to a new gym for the first time, also so scary where's the equipment yeah. where's the weights where's the clips oops i used this machine wrong i don't uh, know where that is where's the spray to clean this yeah. shit up i don't fucking know so terrifying act confident go in there do your reps do your thing even if you didn't mean to use that machine yeah do it because honestly you're you will confuse yourself too and mm -hmm. you will make yourself think that you are 
truly confident, even if you're faking it. Exactly. Like at some point you will start believing you start in believe that it. confidence. And that kind of goes into like you speaking nice things to yourself mm-hmm. and that just it eventually comes around, right? So yeah. that goes into your confidence and that's literally everything and that's everything that I hope you guys have realized in this past year that Emily and I have preached to you just like, to be completely honest, one year ago, we had no clue how to do a podcast. No. Compared to where we are today. No. We did it for a whole 52 weeks and look at us now. Yeah. You know, like, and I guarantee in another 52, it's going to be completely different. Totally different. Yeah. So it's fine. Like, we don't know what we're doing, but like we pretended like we do and it got us to a year later. So mm -hmm. like just at the end of the day, like you're going to change so much in a year's time and like so much goes by and like life is so fucking fast. Like it's insane to think that we started this a year ago and it feels like three weeks ago Mm -hmm. but like take advantage of every opportunity you have live in the moment don't think about the future and just like enjoy the little things in life and keep your circle as close as you can and things are things will work out the way that they're meant to work out 100 percent. and that is uh 25 things we have learned by 25 it's been real. It's been fun. <laughs> but now it is time for us to go. I need some dinner. Me too. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Honestly, I almost asked you as you were doing your makeup. I was like, is this going to take so much longer? Because like, I'm about to go heat up some food yeah, real quick. I need to eat. I need to eat. <laughs> I need to finish this YouTube video. We got a lot of things to do. Yep. But you know what? We're 25. Happy birthday. Hey, thank Our you. A little Libra queen over here <laughs> is libra season and yeah, i'm gonna shout out to, to anybody else who has an october birthday and libra season um it's gonna be scorpio season soon 100 so. also let us know some things you guys have learned yeah in your however many years of life yeah i'm sure 25 is different than 30 than 35 than 40 so let us know yeah we want to know I can't wait to be like 42 and like listen to this and be like i, I can was wait. so fucking i can wait i was so fucking dumb I don't want to be 42 yet. I'm okay with being 25. Girl, I don't ever want to age. Well, you just said you can't wait till you're 42. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Kellen Radke. You can find me at Kellen Radke on Instagram. And I'm Emily Starnes. You can find me on Instagram at Starnesy. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram as well. We're at society97.pod on the gram. We're also on TikTok at society97pod. Make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out all of our videos. We post vlogs and the guide videos every other Tuesday. So write into us about the guide. We'd love to answer some questions, either mm-hmm. quickly in the DMs or, you know, over a whole video. We enjoy doing them. And every single Friday, you get the video version of the podcast. Okay, bye! Bye!